Welcome to Vacation Station, hosted by Lisa and Nancy, editors of BigBlendMagazines.com. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Big Blend Radio's second Tuesday food, wine, and travel show with the International Food, Wine, and Travel Writers Association. We love these shows. Every second Friday, we talk with destinations and organizations, uh, all in regards to tourism and travel. And then every second Friday, we chat with the authors, writers, and photographers that travel around the country and around the world. But today, we're heading back to Southern California back to where we kind of used to live out in Joshua Tree area. So we're going to Palm Springs. Who doesn't want to go to Palm Springs in winter and in fall and in spring and in summer too? Like who doesn't want to go? I want to go. So check it out. I'm going to encourage you to go to this website, AuthenticPalmSprings.com. And this is about staying in boutique hotels, small hotels, and they're all through the organization called Palm Springs Preferred Small Hotels Group. That's a mouthful. So just go to AuthenticPalmSprings.com. We're welcoming uh, Kimberly Munkers back on the show and Michael Green. Uh, Kimberly does a lot of the marketing and all the, you know, everything that goes to make everything work. And Michael is also the chair of the organization. So welcome back, Kimberly. How are you? Thanks for having me back. I'm great. We're happy to be back. Hey, it's good to have you back. And Michael, welcome back. It's been, a, I think, a three years or so. I can't keep track Several, of it. Several, yeah. It's, well, That's welcome right. back. Yeah. So you, you, you. Own, co-own uh, Triangle Inn, right? So tell mm-hmm. everybody a little bit about this, triangle-in.com. You can't just do Triangle yes. Inn. Got to dash in into the pool. Exactly. You know? <laughs> yeah. So, so you've got um, the hotel and then the cultural center, which is where you're at right now, too. Yeah. So, yeah. So the Triangle Inn we've had since 2000. Um, it's actually been a small hotel since it was built in 1958. It's a historic property, a mid-century modern property. Um, it was originally called the Impala Lodge, um, but in 89, it reopened as the Triangle Inn. It's been that ever since. So uh, we're thrilled to be a part of Palm Springs history and, and a part of the mid-century modern movement in Palm Springs. So. That- that's an important part of it too. I mean, I think architecture and that whole retro style is part of the reason of people coming. And of course, you've got movie history, Hollywood history, and all Absolutely. kinds of good things. Palm Spring Hollywood history, right? <laughs> that happens over there. But and then your your uh, in your Triangle Inn is also dedicated just for gay men, right? So that's something that you don't see. I mean, Nancy and I travel full time across the country, and we really predominantly go to inns, bed and breakfast as much as we can to support the independent, but you don't see very many gay men only hotel. I don't, I don't think so. I don't, I'm trying to think of, I mean, no, I don't think. There there aren't that many destinations worldwide that have concentration of hotels catering to um, gay men and to the LGBTQ market, but we are one of those destinations. Um, so it's largely because that there are just a lot of folks, especially in the drive market, um, who come out to Palm Springs and they are in the LGBTQ community. Um, but there's a long history of gay men liking to have their own space because, you know, for many, many years, it was the only kind of space that gay men could have where they felt safe. 
Um, so that has really led to the popularity of it within that market segment. Um, mm -hmm. You know, people don't have to worry about, you know, being able to hold hands by the pool or don't have to worry about kissing at the breakfast table or something like that. It's a really important thing. It's still important, you know, in just despite all of the um, advances that our community has made, um, you can go to a mainstream hotel and still get a couple of wild looks if you're not careful. So men still Yeah, because the that. inn could be welcoming, but the guests may not be, you know. Right. We, we stayed at a bed and breakfast uh, hummingbird inn, actually. I got to give a shout out to him in um, Eastern Pennsylvania. Eastern Maryland, got to get it right. I, we, we did both states, Eastern Maryland and Pennsylvania. And uh, he, it was really interesting because he, he's a gay gentleman and uh, is running this and he's traveled the world and is a wedding venue and just the, the most amazing man. And his, it was really beautiful to see so many single gay men actually come in and have their first bed and breakfast, or, you know, stay because they knew he was gay so we're safe you know what i mean even and he had different guests i mean we were there and everybody it was it was open to everyone but because of him being gay we saw gay men come in as the first time never done a bed and breakfast before had no idea that you're going to get this amazing bacon in the morning that you candied bacon seriously amazing oh, wow. you know so but this personal touch and i think there's something about what you're saying with having um these safe spaces and small hotels are able to do that. Small hotels, bed and breakfast. Um, independents are allowed to be independent and do what they want, you know? So I think that's beautiful. Kimberly, I want to go to you in regards to Palm Springs and the hotel, the preferred small hotel group. Am I right? It's like 75 hotels? It's 75 to 80. Um, you know, wow. there's often hotels that are coming offline because they're being remodeled. And, you know, we, we've had a whole... During COVID, we had a whole slew of ownership changes. And so they'll close down the hotel for a while, completely redo the hotel. In fact, um, the Descanso, which is um, one of the hotels that recently opened, went through a huge, you know, top to bottom redo. It too caters to gay men. And um, they just opened earlier this year. And, and it's a gorgeous, gorgeous property. Um, just lovely. So um, Palm Springs has, you know, as Michael was saying, has a very high concentration of LGBTQ friendly hotels, um, very high percentage of the population in Palm Springs who live there are gay. And frankly, it's, I think it's one of the things that makes Palm Springs so fabulous. You oh my know? Gosh, yeah. And you've got, <laughs> was it the Naked Bridge, the Get Naked Bridge or something? I remember Nancy talking about that with you guys the last time. That, that was, was a different, <laughs> yeah, that's a different thing. That, uh, <laughs> there's a lot. The other interesting thing about Palm Springs is they have a, um, a number of naturalist, whether you're gay that's or straight or yeah. whatever. So there's a lot of places that are clothing optional. Um, some cater to men you know, gay men, and others cater to families and um, everybody. So that's um, important. You know, it, the weather's fabulous. So <laughs> why not? You know, especially, you know, like in May and June, people who live on the coast, they, you know, the May gray, June gloom, they really need to be in Palm Springs during May and June, because mm -hmm. by then they're just sick of the fog and they need yeah. to get on. 
I bet you get a lot of people from San Francisco and the Bay Area too to come down just to because they really have the June gloom and when they get sunshine they're happy we spent the winter up in the Pacific Northwest and it's beautiful and I love it but I was like I'm so used to the sunrise at four in the morning what is happening I need to go back down to the desert <laughs> this is some craziness but I think it's really important what you're saying you know this communal it's like a positive community for people to get along and get over whatever kind of whatever thing you may have against people like get on with it travel and everybody is in a beautiful playground. I mean, you are an oasis, right? With mountains. You've got Joshua Tree National Park. You know, you've got so much and shopping. Okay. And that's the other thing. Uh, so all these beautiful properties, do they all have pools, Kimberly? Most of them are. Every single one has a pool. I cannot think of a single property in Palm Springs that does not have a pool. Um, but, I, you know, to your point, Palm Springs has long been a mecca for the creative, for creative people. Um, so that's why Palm Springs has such amazing shopping and has incredible restaurants. I mean, we have uh, restauranteurs who are just extraordinary. Um, we have, um, like I'm thinking of Willie Ryan and, and Mindy Reed. Um, Willie Ryan owns uh, 849, which is an amazing incredible experience and also 1501 Mindy has Zen American Bistro and they they just they do amazing things and then we have you know incredible entertainment and Michael you could probably talk about that uh, more than I can since you head up the cultural center yeah yeah <laughs> and I mean Michael does more film festivals every year at the cultural center than most people even oh, you know wow. will ever see in their life you know it's incredible the work that yeah. Yeah, how how is that going? Because I know now after you know COVID's still lingering around, but like we're kicking it away. But so are, are like events back in Palm Springs and at the cultural center. Yeah, we're um, in fact we just finished a couple of weeks ago uh, Cinema Diverse our LGBTQ film festival, and I would say it was mostly back to normal. Um, we did allow um, some limited seats for social distancing and we did do vaccination checks, but otherwise it was pretty much back to normal and the attendance was good. Um, mm -hmm. Probably the best it's been since, you know, COVID um, started. Um, and of course we're getting ready to do the Palm Springs International Film Festival first two weeks of January. So things are looking good and it seems like things are, are slowly coming back in the, the film and live, live theater business. Mm -hmm. That's exciting. You, Michael has also been, the, the Cultural Center has been doing um, live jazz performances and things, and those have been well attended. So oh, that is cool. They've really expanded beyond just film festivals. You know, when you think about, yeah, you've got the movie festivals, the film festivals, music has got to be a big deal. Um, I know that, you know, fall, winter, spring is, people go, oh, we're getting out of the cold. We want to be in sunshine. We want pools. And you can. I mean, I I remember, you know, I lived up, yeah. you know, above you guys, but, um, you know, and it got colder up there. Then I would come down to you. Like I'm like I'm going down there. They're warmer. I'm gonna come hang out with. You know, we all have sunshine, but like you guys are warmer. But you have those beautiful mountains, and you do get snow up on them, and you have that ski lift thingy that takes the tram, right? What what do you call that thingy? Aerial we haven't tramway. Done. That's Aerial tramway. Yeah. See, I haven't done that yet, but like that'll happen. Well, next time you're out, we'll make sure you get up there. Is it's that really, year round? 
Is it um, like a pretty year much? Yeah. yeah. It, it it's much cooler up there because you're at what over eight thousand feet. But um, in the wintertime, you have to dress very warmly. In the summertime, you know, you still want to bring a sweater or a jacket. Lots of great hiking up there. Um, and they, they do a great job. They have several restaurants up at the top that are back to normal, you know, post-COVID. And um, it's, it's definitely something everybody should experience. It, it is such a unique experience for Palm Springs. The other thing that's really interesting about Palm Springs is there's been a huge resurgence in public art. So, um, you know, with 80 hotels, you know, they're all over town and there's literally public art installations in just about every neighborhood that you would be staying in. And the downtown has several wonderful art installations. Forever Maryland is back. And that's right within walking distance of, you know, Holiday House, the you know, Del Marcos, um, Old Ranch Inn, a number of small hotels. They're, they're literally just within a block or two of the, the whole downtown art scene. Um, and cool. Palm Springs is really getting on the map for public art. Oh, well, that we have to come now because we have a whole public art map that we're doing across the country. It's out of control. So like now we have to, you know, come see you and put that, put you guys on our map. Yeah. We this can is, definitely I, connect you on that. <laughs> but it, it's not just us. It's like, I think a lot of people, you know, so many people appreciate public art. It tells a story. It gives a vibe of an area, the atmosphere of it. But it's something you can do because even if you're worried about COVID, it's something you can do and stay away from people, you know, and still have like, it's like a treasure hunt. I think the public art thing is just, and it shows a community cares about where they live. There's pride in that, you know. Well, there's pride in Palm Springs, obviously. You know? So, you know, it's going on. Yes, although, although unlike the rest of the country, our pride is actually the first weekend in November. Really? Yes. Wow. Okay. So how did that happen? It's like, no, that's it. We're well, going to be different. <laughs> no, it's not that. It's just that if you think about how warm it can be in June, um, oh, yeah. we decided to have our pride celebration when it was a little more moderate. And so we celebrate pride the first weekend of November each year. Oh, that's so cool. So it's coming up. So everyone can get ready for that. Any other festivals we should know that, you know, as the year goes to a close? I mean, can you believe we're almost in holiday season now? I mean, I Halloween know. is coming up. Do you guys celebrate Halloween in Palm Springs? We do. We have a, a large celebration just off Palm Canyon Drive on Arenas Road. We have a big Halloween celebration there. Oh, cool. Cool. You got to have that. Open to fall. the community. Yeah, open to everyone. And then like November, do you have like, uh, you've got your Pride Festival, November, December, holiday lights, we, all of that kind we, of thing? You know, yeah, we call it parade season because we um, go into the season. We, we start with Pride um, because we do have a, a large Pride parade. Then following that, we have a Veterans Day parade because we're um, a big community for a lot of retired folks as well and lots of veterans are in our community so we have a great veterans day parade and then uh once we get past thanksgiving into december the first weekend of december we also have a festival of lights parade so uh that's awesome. a really really fun parade you know with at night with all of the different floats with white lights on them so it's really beautiful and there's nothing like you know winter time in the desert it's magical there's a magic feeling in the air and you're not like really pelted with snow and having to shovel anything, you know, 
really it's it's there's a magic to it you know it is I, I i love it i love being in winter in the desert and hiking is like the best time it's just so awesome and then going into spring it's like a whole other magic land mm. you know All the so, wildflowers in the spring yeah and you can get them depending on the year like starting even in end of february in right. your area right like right. so yeah. people can plan on that and bird watching you've got the botanical gardens like the living desert and all of that what about shopping kimberly like holiday shopping time i mean always we have room, great swim, shopping shop, in eat. palm springs <laughs> yeah. the interesting thing about palm springs um the the stores um are not unlike the hotels and that they're boutique you know they're boutique um, places they're independently owned they're well curated they're beautifully designed so you can really find interesting and unique things it's not like going to the mall you know palm springs if you're looking for really meaningful interesting things to buy people for the holidays palm springs is the place to shop and we actually have people who will book a room at one of our hotels uh, for a few nights and do their holiday shopping in Palm Springs because they just yeah. it, they just take that whole experience and make it into something really wonderful so and fun yeah um, don't do the Black Friday thing that's horrible I mean yeah, really yeah. We, but except for it entertains me watching people do stupid things on TV like I sit back and go look at that like why are you doing that you could be in Palm Springs having a fabulous time you should make it a vacation to me. If you're going to shop, have fun. You should be able to go have wine and like, oh, okay. Cause that's important. Like to me, if we're shopping, there must be libations in between and during, cause you know, it, yeah. it just helps everything flow. So are there limo companies and things like that? Ubers and all of that to help us out. Absolutely. There are. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And you yeah. know, Palm, Palm Springs is also, I mean, we're a fairly small town. So it really feels like a small town. And as Kim was saying, most of our, not only our hotels, but also our restaurants and our shops are smaller, independently owned and operated businesses. So if you're shopping, you can really get some unique items for the holidays here in Palm Springs. No, I, I love that. I think it's important that we, it, well, if you're going to celebrate, you know, independent inns, you got to do the independent stores too. And I think that's Absolutely. something we're, I know we're totally dedicated with what we do. It, you know, it's like, and also book online without doing the whole bookings.com. Did I say that? Uh oh, I'm just <laughs> Well, saying. that's the nice thing actually about our <laughs> website. People yeah. can all their research, they can figure out the vibe of the boutique hotel they want, whether mid-century modern or, you know, Mediterranean or whatever. They can find a, a place that is, you know, romantic or kind of more energetic. They can really do a lot of research. And when you go to book, our booking takes you directly to that hotel property. So you're not incurring any of the, the issues with those third-party booking platforms. It literally takes you right to the hotel's booking engine. Um, so the That's nice important. thing about that is if you need to make a change, and we all saw this during COVID, the nightmare by using those OTAs, it's hard to make a change. So if you're, you know, your, your aunt decides to come along with you, you need an extra room, you can still call the hotel directly and they can take care of you in a way they can't if you've gone through an online booking platform. So our, our website 
will really help you figure out the best place for you and the location you want to be in, and it'll allow you to book directly. And we also have a really wonderful blog with a lot of- um, Oh, I love your blog. Yeah. We publish you know, um, a story on all the things that are happening in Palm Springs. We have, you know, interviews with, you know, cool people and businesses. Um, it's really, an, it's, and it's written from an, more of an insider's perspective. We have a couple of local writers. We have three or four local writers who really, you know, they have relationships with these businesses and organizations. And so they really deliver some interesting insights into different things to see and do and shop and where to eat and, you know. That's cool. And so everyone, if they get your, your newsletter, they can get all that information, right? right? It comes out once a month. So you're not going to be heavily spammed. It's like literally right. a monthly newsletter. Um, and you can sign up on our website, AuthenticPalmSprings.com. I love that. I love that. Because I think the last time you were on the show, Kimberly, we were talking about authentic places to stay. And, and that's the thing with this. So like obviously, Michael, uh, the Triangle Inn is authentic. And, and you know, then we've got to look at the other ends i mean you can really pick about how many people are traveling with you maybe you know you just maybe it is a romantic escape and then some have the family you know um you know leave the kids at home you know <laughs> you know, just kidding no but it's cool to bring the kids too if you want to do that but a lot of the hotels uh you know offer that kind of option so i mean it some have restaurants on their site too so it mm -hmm. seems like everybody really has something i mean you could we could talk for hours. I mean, you've got seven over 70 hotels. And like you're saying, it's in a small town. But you when you're in Palm Springs, you don't feel like it's a place of 70 hotels, you know? Yeah, because they're all so intimate. I mean, mm -hmm. for us, most of our hotels, I would say the, the vast majority of those 70, 70 to 80 hotels are fewer than 12 rooms. Right. So yeah. you're talking about staying in a place that's just right sized you know yeah. and it's you and, and, and people know that it's like have having a visitor bureau right on the property to me when mm -hmm. you go in these independent hotels or inns bed and breakfast all those kind of style people care they have the relationship oh you're looking for this when you're shopping oh i've got a friend who has a store down here oh i know this event you want to go on this kind of hike i know this so it's kind of it's like it's awesome. And it's, it's, you make friends. That's the other part. Have you noticed that Michael, uh, with the triangle, you make lifelong friends over your guests coming back and back. Yeah. And back I mean, uh, yep. A huge part of our business and having been around as long as we have, we really see it is repeat business. And a lot of those folks come back every year at a certain time of the year so they can run into the same people each year. And, cool. uh, we've got people that have established lifelong friendships you know, mm. having stayed at our hotel and then have traveled to other places together. So uh, yeah, it's a great way to meet people. That's cool. Yeah, you definitely don't, it's not a place to go and be anonymous. I mean, the thing about small hotels is you go there to be social and to meet people. Mm, that's a good point. Yeah, and kind of feel relaxed. There's a relaxed, I don't know what it is, where when there's a really big hotel, every, and I'm not knocking under hotels whatsoever, but there's something about these smaller hotels where you just feel more at home. It was just kind of like you're chilled out. You know what yeah. I mean? It just, yeah. yeah. I mean, if you walk out to get a soda and you're wearing your slippers, no one's really going to yell at you. 
It's okay. You People, can wear your bunny slippers. You, you can know. wear your bunny slippers. You can. Good. Um, I and, have them. You know, we have people who will stay and literally only leave the hotel for dinner. You know, they yeah. just because Palm Springs, there's something about Palm Springs that is so restorative. And, you know, everybody lives such a crazy life in so many ways. So when they come to Palm Springs, they really come to decompress. A lot of people literally, you know, hang out by the pool, you know, and order in. And one of the great things about small hotels um, and all the relationships that they have, there's plenty of places that will deliver, take out, and it's really great food. <laughs> you we know? like that. So, um, but as you mentioned earlier, we also have several hotels um, Villa Royale, Ingleside, Los Arbelos, um, La Serena, La Serena Villas, um, Alcazar, they have restaurants on site. Mm. So you can, you know, just that's perfect right and get something to eat. Um, but a lot of the hotels, you know, make arrangements with restaurants and they, you know, it's have not quite like and... having room service, but very similar. They have preferred mm. restaurants that will come and deliver meals. It's sometimes you need it depending on, I mean, cause you're also right off the interstate, right? So you've got like this, you know, going through traffic, people going to LA and over to Arizona and stuff like that. So, you know, you're getting people that may have been driving for two days. And by the time they get to you, they're like, dude, I don't, I just want to have food and a cocktail in my room. Thank you very much. You know, it's like, I know, cause I, you know, and it doesn't mean I don't want to explore. It just means I need to shake the grit off. I need to have a stiff cocktail. I need food in my belly. That's good. A good night's sleep. And then I'm ready to party the next day, you know? So I think a lot of travelers have that, or they're just, they're coming from LA and, and traffic jams and office stuff. And by the time you get there, you just have to like take a shower and get it off of you, you know? It really, yeah. you have to kind of let it behind. It's hard in that as travelers to mm -hmm. just kind of, you need to let it go now. You're in Palm Springs. It's time to play, you know? So I want to ask each of you, I know that you live there, but I know you know all these hotels well, and you know the shopping, the restaurants, the attractions and activities. But if you were going to go away for a weekend, whether it's fall, winter, spring, Okay, and you're going to stay not you're not you're going to a different inn, Michael, you're going somewhere different. <laughs> so where would you stay? Why? I want to know the food. If you're going to go shopping where and what are you going to do like just for fun? So it's like you guys are taking a staycation. I know you did a lot of it during COVID, but it's still fun to staycate, right? So we just want to know what you what you would pick. So let's start with you, Kimberly. Well, um, I like the Uptown Design District. Um, there are several really fabulous hotels there. You've got Alcazar, you've got Los Arbelos, you've got Movie Colony. The food, the galleries, um, the public art, it's, it's just, I don't know why, but I just love that part of town. I, 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 love the, I love staying downtown too. I've stayed in all different places all around town, but I really like the Uptown design district mm. just it's just enough energy that I feel inspired when I go there and the food Ooh. you know the restaurants and in that into town are just phenomenal so I usually have a hard time deciding because I'm usually only you know stay for a couple of nights you know where am I going to eat because there's so many great places to eat so but that's cool that would be my pick would be the uptown design district 
Michael? See, I didn't even know the districts. I just go there and I didn't know that. So that's cool to know that there's the uptown. Yeah. I always want to go uptown. All right. So Michael, where are you going? Oh gosh, that's a, such a hard thing because I love all of our small hotels. I uh, One of my favorites to visit is El Marisol Villas, um, which is another older property, mid-century property. This one was actually at one time the Howard Hughes compound in Palm Springs. Oh, wow. And uh, it has a lot of history associated with it. It's, it's uh, more um, huge shaded areas, big palm groves. It's a lot of um, space, got two swimming pools. It's a nice little space. Very, um, feels very much like home. Mm, nice. And, and is it in a good area for shopping or is it outside the area? It's, it's closer to the, it's center. It's kind of center of town, you know, close to the mm -hmm. center of town. It's in the warm sands area. Um, but it's a, a great little space. It's one of those places that you could go and just disappear and not have to leave until you left town. So oh. it's a good little space. Somebody needs a break. Somebody needs a break. <laughs> Michael's like, I'm going to go check in and not come out for a while. Have some fun. <laughs> so, you know, I, I love we're talking about all these, you know, unique properties. We're seeing like, you know, things are changing in regards to retreats, conferences, you know, conventions, that kind of thing. Are you seeing that kind of grow back and do the hotels when they're this kind of size support, you know, meetings, conventions, retreats, that kind of thing, and even weddings? Yeah, we, we see, we do see a lot of that. We, um, as I said, a lot of people, even though they may not stay at one of our hotels the first time they come to Palm Springs, when they return, they, they do stay at our hotels. Plus we get a lot of pre and post convention business. So okay. people like to, to come and they may stay at a convention hotel during their convention, but may stay a few more days after to enjoy the city. Mm. And then we also have a number of weddings are a big deal in Palm Springs. There are a number of places that, you know, provide wedding venue um, support. Um, but there's also Palm Springs is known for its retreats. So sometimes, you know, a company or an organization wants to do a leadership retreat. There's maybe half a dozen or a dozen people and they don't want to be in a, you know, typical. monolithic, ho you know, yeah. typical hotel. So we have a number of properties that are buyout properties. They have large meeting spaces. Um, they're all independently owned and they will arrange for caterers to come in and feed people. Um, and it, it's far more conducive to creative thinking because you're not in a boardroom or a formal meeting room. Um, and so we see a lot of that. And then we also see a lot of retreats. So writers, artists, yoga instructors, meditation instructors mm -hmm. will book out a property and they'll have a retreat for eight or nine people. And, you know, that's fine. You know, we love that because um, Palm Springs is so, cre so creative. Yeah, I think you guys are the, like a perfect stuff. place for that and so easy to get to. Um, right. When people fly in, where's the place that they fly into to get to Palm Springs? And Palm Springs is it LA? International yeah. Airport. See, you know, just we down have the road. direct flights um, to Palm Springs from what? Everywhere. 20 different cities, pretty much everywhere. Oh, that's so, cool. People, um, it's easiest to fly into Palm Springs. Um, you can also fly into Ontario. Some people fly into LAX. 
and, you know, kind of go out from there. So they may come to Palm Springs for a week. Um, the nice thing about Palm Springs is within driving distance of Vegas, Phoenix, LA, Orange County, San Diego. I mean, yeah. A lot of people drive down from the Bay Area. We see a lot of people who fly in from Portland and Seattle because we have direct flights from both those markets. So um, in the airport, is, it is, it's a happening place and they're doing a great job of adding flights um, and taking care of things. And they've got great art installations at the airport too. Do they have an airport bar? They do, yes. <laughs> I've never had, never had drinks. You at the always airport. have to have a bar at the airport. Are you kidding me? <laughs> you always need a bar at the airport. Well, thank you so much, uh, Michael and Kimberly. It's so good to have you back on the show to hear more about Palm Springs. I'm feeling homesick. homesick for the desert and. Uh, yeah, everyone, AuthenticPalmSprings.com is the website to go to. And we want to thank the International Food, Wine, Travel Writers Association. We love these shows. Go to IFWTWA.org. And again, we're here with IFTWA every second and uh, Tuesday and Friday. So keep up with us at BigBlendRadio.com. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for having us. Hope Absolutely. to see you in Palm thank Springs you. soon. Oh, we will. We'll be there.